Welcome one, welcome all. You are in the WordPress shop and your wonderful hosts, Adam and Colleen, are here to guide you through answering all of your questions about WordPress. This is a topic that Adam and Colleen both love geeking out about. They are here for it. I'm Colleen LeMasters of Colleen LeMasters Creative, and I specialize in WordPress websites, both design and development. I use thoughtful strategy to create beautifully crafted and optimized websites that are also easy to manage on a day-to-day basis for my clients. Adam Miggetts, located in South Carolina, is a web developer focused on integrating custom functionality to websites. Now let's jump into the episode. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Uh, and I have to say this part of, part of the joke, you know, you know the old uh, airplane quote, you know, uh, surely you can't be serious. Uh, I am serious. Yeah. Don't, call me, <laughs> don't call me Shirley. Well, don't call me Shirley, <laughs> but call WordPress 6.4 Shirley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to play with 6.4. Yeah, I, I there's so many cool things that we can do. And you were talking about like full page patterns. Is that what I'm hearing? There's so many fun things. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, so I'm on, I'm actually on it right now. So they have over 35. So the new, so this is within the new, um, you know, WordPress uh, theme, uh, over 35 templates and patterns, but one of them is, yeah. So full page pattern. So they have business home. In other words, you just drag the pattern o- over and it's the entire page. So you have business home, oh, crazy. A portfolio, a blogging home, uh, nice. landing page, RSV page, project oh my overview, gosh. and an about page, you know, That's with, with so generic cool. stuff. And then you just right. you know, go and edit each, you know, each block of whatever content mm-hmm, you want. Mm-hmm. But the entire page is the, is the, uh, is the pattern, which I thought that was kind of, kind of cool. Nice. So, but, uh, okay. even out of the box, the footer, they've added, um, and you can do this, of course, with the site editor, any, any, uh, any theme, you know, uh, block mm-hmm. theme. but the out of the box. So as soon as you go to the footer section, instead of just sent them saying, you know, developed by WordPress or whatever it says, they actually have, they made it a little fancy. They have like four columns or three columns mm-hmm. or maybe one at the bottom, a row at the bottom. And then they have uh, a row with three columns with three different nav bar, you know, like one, one oh, for okay. social stuff, one for about right. one for something else. Nice. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. So very cool. Just, I, I like think that. to kind of show people you can, you know, if you want, you know, a greater what's well, possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Greater, uh, whatever footer than, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can do it. So very nice. I'm going to have to go through because I have, um, a design in mind for one of my clients and I feel like because they're making so many, um, like pattern and design related improvements before I go down a whole rabbit hole of, of custom coding, I should look through the patterns to see if it's already been designed because I'm looking for, almost like the media text block and but instead of them being side by side there's a little bit of the text overlay on the image itself you know just maybe like the the like a left if you had a a envision an image on the left and text on the right maybe that text overlays the image by you know like a a negative left margin 20 percent, something like that you know and i bet that there's probably already a pattern that's been created with that that i could use so that would be fun. Definitely. I haven't, I'm looking through all the ones that are listed here in section patterns, uh, but I don't see one that's specifically what you were just saying. Um, might have to go I'll have to go through one. and yeah, well, but even, there's just so many use, patterns is even an option that. And yeah, exciting. even if you use a pattern that you like and then just add the, the extra CSS to it. You know, right. To ties to a pattern or, or ties to a class, CSS class. Yeah. Right? 
So, so the new features, one of the ones that I am most excited about, in fact, I need to go through my own website and start um, implementing it is the light box for like, talk about a, a huge improvement in my mind is the light box for images. And my understanding is, and again, I have to go play with it today, but you can enable the light box for, um, you can do it site-wide or you can do it on a case-by-case basis. But basically what that means is, is that previous to 6.4, you would have to click on the image, or if you wanted to click on an image and, and you know see it bigger, it just opened in a new tab, just the image file. And it wasn't in the context of the website. It had like the black or white background and it was just, just the image and it was sad. <laughs> so now you have a light box where you can like kind of scan through the different, you know, gallery of images and things like that. And I just think that that's so much nicer to have a light box option to link images. So super excited about that Especially one. Especially you know. not to add any more plugins to do that. Exactly. Yes. Because I can't tell you how many times I have used, like in the early days of creating with WordPress, I would use Jetpack because it was like the one thing that I needed Jetpack to do, right? And Jetpack was clunky and it was bulky, but I didn't really know, I mean, this was like a good, probably 12 years ago in my defense. So <laughs> I didn't know um, all, you know, all the things that I know now. And in my that, opinion, like, they've gotten more yeah. clunkier, but go ahead. I, I know they probably have, honestly, it's like bundling more and more and more. But um, I used to use the Jetpack plugin for the, just for the light box. And it was like that, is so much that's such a resource heavy solution for such a simple benefit you know like you you weigh the the cost benefit and you're like oh this is not not happening so i'm super excited that they have brought that into core um how, do you have a favorite feature in 6.4 or have you have you figured out what your favorite feature is just yet or are there too many to count? i there's too many because i i really just kind of started looking at it last night um so i need to go through but what i do what what I actually said this a few uh, months ago. I'm like, oh, I wish that that would be, you know, pretty cool. So you know that, you know, when you go into, you're doing, um, you know, do, you know, in the block editor, right? You're adding blocks and stuff. You go to the list view, you can see, you know, the order of the, all your blocks listed, right? What I do like is because I said, oh, you know what? I wish I could just name them. Well, now you can rename group blocks. So if you make a group, instead of just saying, instead of showing group, you can actually name it whatever you want. So I thought that was cool. That is super handy because there will be times where I'm creating patterns and blocks and groups and things like that for clients, but they won't remember what, you know, oh, do this or do that. You know, they're not in WordPress day to day like I am. So if I can call it something exactly, you know, to specify how they're going to find it and what they're going to know it as, like that's, that's awesome. I'm very excited to hear that. That's so cool. I feel like 6.4 and, and I'm excited about the new theme as well. I'm I'm kicking around, this is very tentative. I'm kicking around the idea of looking at the 2024 as maybe I use that as a base theme. Like, I, you know, Adam, I've, I've custom coded my own theme and it's great and I love it. And it's, it's been tried and true and I've updated it over the years, but in fairness, it's not, you know, it still uses the customizer and everything on one hand is so customized to the client that, you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily need full site editing capability because it's all pretty tightened up based on what the client needs. But at the same time, I would love to have a, you know, a base theme um, that is number one, you know, like uh, what's a, what's a word like forward 
it's keeping up with what's current, you know, and so that is the direction of WordPress is full site editing, but um, I'm looking around at maybe using that as like a potential like full site editing based theme, you know, I'll keep my other one for the highly customized clients, but um, we'll see that I'm, I'm kicking the idea around. I don't uh, know yet. <laughs> I've been using, yeah, I'm probably going to switch over to the, the new one now, the 2024, but I've been using the 2023 as basically the, the, the start. I just use that one and then just customize the crap out of it because the site editor that I'm liking, you know, you just go in there and change whatever you need. You know, you want to make a new, new header, even make a new header. You want to edit, you know, change, go into the, or even change a template, go into the single template and be like, oh, that's not right. Get, get you know, kill that, you know, delete that off or, or add something or whatever. Uh, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's really, I've been just using it as a base. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. Yes. And using the, I mean, I'm not usually one to use those 2023, 2024, just because for starters, I will tell you the first interaction I had with full site editing, I think was the 2024 two or was it 23? I don't know. It was, you know, one of the more recent ones, but I found it confusing. And so I was like, that's it. This is not for me. Forget it. And I was also, you know, I was like, when am I ever going to use, I, I don't want to be able to customize the header. I mean, I would prefer to do it with code. My clients don't want to customize the header because that's what they're paying me to do. And then once it's set, they're good to go. And uh, so I was like, I'm not going to mess with this. But I have to say the the new 2024 that dropped yesterday is giving me pause. And I may I may rethink that. And plus, I know that you can lock down certain elements of the theme, you know, and so if you don't want your client to mess things up, or you don't necessarily want them to have access to certain things and lock that down. So I'm I'm intrigued by all of this. I'll say that. <laughs> or what I like also is that you don't, even if you set it up once, you know, and you just tell, you know, the clients like, oh, I don't want to mess with the site editor or the header footer and you set it up for them. You can go into the, the editor and the style, or uh, no, you go into the site editor and then uh, styles and then what is it? Just styles, editing styles. Anyway, you, you go into the style where, where you can go and you can change whatever layout globally, your, your layouts, and then you go in and change your, uh, or add color. So, so in other words, you can add your own, you know, custom theme color palette right in there. And then that way, if they just go to the pages, like normal add pages, all of the, you know, the, when they you know open, open up the color palette, it'll, all their colors will be there. So they don't even have to mess with it. If they don't even want to use that, they can still just add the pages as normal. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have had really good experience and I, I do love customizing the color the color palette for clients and because I can't tell you most of them don't know their their own brand hex codes like you know that's not something that's that's top of mind for them so I like to give them that that option built in certainly well and to be fair I'd be the worst client because I I uh change mine all the time do you really green is my (laughs) well I'm like okay green is my theme basically look at my site green is, is what my thing but what I do is I I'll change slightly the green color. Cause either sometimes I forget or sometimes I'm like, no, I'm like back and forth. So like there's between like three different hex colors, which the shade is so close that it's probably, you know, only like artists can probably tell. Uh, but, uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I know. And that's what like is my big, I'm like, no, I need, we need everything cohesive and it has to match. And, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just what I like to say. It's just a nice little touch that I feel like elevates that client experience when they're using their website because they know they're using their, their quote unquote proper colors. 
So yeah, I, I think that 6.4 has a lot going for it. Super excited about it. The full, I, I cannot wait, like I said, to play with the full page uh, patterns and things like that and just to see what's possible. So there's the light box. They're, they did away, we talked last week about how they did away with the attachment pages, which good riddance. I don't even know what they did. I'm trying to think of some of the other the other features. You know, of course, they're always adding accessible features, improving accessibility as far as uh, WordPress and and the the core, you know, 2024 themes and stuff like that. But I'm going to have to jump on WordPress.org and see what the new, what some of the new uh, features are. And since I've been playing with, um, you know, I've been get kind of diving into uh, di uh, dynamic blocks. I've been making, you know, switching a lot of short codes to over to blocks to make it easier and stuff for cer certain things. Um, they, in this particular uh, update, they have, uh, they're introducing block hooks. So it enables developers to automatically insert, uh, automatically insert dynamic blocks at a specific content locations. So I'm curious to see what, you know, what I can do with that. So that's going to be kind of cool to, to explore. So uh, when they say block hooks, like you can insert a specific block. So is that, are they talking about, you know, an end user can go into WordPress, create the you know let's call it a query loop block because that's the first thing that jumps into my mind they they create their query loop but then using that block hook as the designer i can say hey this is where the the query loop should show up somewhere or am i do i have that in reverse the way yeah at first i just the way i read it so i'm reading it now from it it says enables developers to developers to auto, uh, automatically insert uh, blocks at a specific content locations so i'm thinking it's similar to probably where we can set up like the widget areas you can probably set up the block hooks uh or use block hooks to set up different block areas so that when the, the user goes to set add the, the blocks they have a choice to say, Hey, do you want to put oh, it here or there? I'm assuming, I see. but again, yes. I don't, again, I haven't, you know, clicked it and right. dove, I haven't uh, dived into the, uh, uh, into the whole, you know, guts of it. So yeah, uh, no, that a, makes sense yeah. though. It's like, you're basically creating a block ready area, you know, for the clients. And so then they can go and use blocks in a particular area. Okay. That makes more sense now that, it, now that I've heard it that way. Cause I was like, well, why would you insert a block into like, into the area where that they're already able to use blocks and I, I wasn't able to wrap my mind around that well again that's but, how i'm interpreting it it may not be that but uh that's how, you know when i actually go to the actual documentation and, and implement it it may, it may not be what they what they mean but that's how i'm reading it, it makes more sense the way that that your way than it did my way so i think i think you're onto something there um yeah <laughs> So they have, I talked about Lightbox, which I'm, I'm stoked about, and renaming group blocks. I'm going through the features list right now, and I, I sound like such a fangirl, but I, I'm super excited about this, this drop of 6.4. So for example, they, like, just going back to that renaming groups, like, here's a perfect use case is the, you can set custom names for those group blocks, as you were talking about, and then you can see them in list view. And for example, hero area. Like that is something that makes so much more sense to the client to hear it called a hero area, as opposed to like, okay, well, I have to do a cover block and then I have to put text on the cover block and, oh, are there any special classes that have to be added to this? And da, 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 da. you know, you can already have that group ready to go and ready to rock for them. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. So that'll be great. Um, because that's one thing that like, uh, I think Element, actually, I don't know if Elementor did it or not. I haven't used Elementor in a while. Uh, but I know Divi, when I used to use Divi before they got horrible. Shame um, on you. No, which, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
Just teasing. I know. <laughs> Divi actually is coming. I'm hearing it through the grapevine or through the internet that, that uh, Divi is actually coming out with a new uh, update. So they much needed one. Anyway, uh, but their sections or whatever they call it, row sections in their builder, you can actually go and name, you know, name each one. So but without actually going into each one, you can know which section you're you're ed- uh, editing. And that, that feature I liked. And then, you know, so when blocks came out, I'm like, you know, and I was doing the blocks and the groups and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I wish I could rename it. And now they're. Boom, with the groups, you can rename it. So that, I was so happy about that. That's very cool. Yeah, I, um, I'm i excited about that. I'm excited. They've even made like some smaller, like the these are the kind of changes that you may not notice. But if they're now that they're there, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, why wasn't this, you know, before? But for example, previewing images in the list view, which I don't know if you guys use the list view on the regular, but I love it i i mean again i'm working on you know a a bigger monitor so i have that real estate but the list view makes it really easy to move things and drag things around making sure you're you know grabbing the right group and all that kind of stuff but now you can preview images in the list view and so you see like this tiny little thumbnail so you know that you're grabbing the right image block or the right gallery group and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I use that all the time, the list view. Totally. I don't have it open. I'm like, where's my list view? Why, why am I? Saying yes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Five stars for the, the list view and the outline for sure. Um, you can also, from a developer standpoint, very excited to be able to share patterns across sites and import a pattern via JSON file. I think that's a super cool addition. Well, I, that they actually had that last version, so I don't know. Oh, did why, they? I missed yeah, it. Yeah, I only know that because I I did that. I was do, on one of my developer sites. I had uh, uh, patterns that I actually you know exported and I imported it through. When you go when you go to, unless mm-hmm. they made it easier to do, but basically if you go to the site editor and then go to patterns and say manage patterns, you'll see the list and then then one of the top, on top is a button that says uh, import uh, patterns. I guess there's one. Ha! I totally yeah. missed it. But yeah, because I was thinking like, oh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to work on that, that, you know, media text block and kind of a, you know, if there's not a pattern out there that does what I want it to do already, I'll create one. But I could totally see that being something I would like to use elsewhere on other places and things like that. So I just export the, the pattern or the group. Although looking at, see, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, uh, on the, the new, uh, specs whatever page although mm-hmm. it looks like they've moved it so instead of the way i just said it it looks like right from site editor there's a pop-up that says you know create a pattern where instead of saying create a pattern you can say uh create or you can say import pattern from so instead of going to the actual list and doing it from there which is the old way so oh, they're kind of condi- gotcha. so they've actually brought it they probably they brought it into the site editor to do it oh kind that's of nice a, i do le- like one that step. Yeah. one less click yeah that's cool okay Let's see other items of interest uh, from a technical standpoint. So we have talked a lot about uh, making sure that you are on probably at least the eight branch of PHP. And that's not something so everyone, you know, that has heard Adam and I talk, we harp on making sure you're using the, you know, most up to date WordPress files, most uh, current version of your plugins and your themes. And um, the reason being, if you have not heard me say it before, then uh, you are patching vulnerabilities which is huge. You're also getting use of or getting access to latest features that are frequently rolled out with those updates. But um, the big one for us is really patching the vulnerabilities and, and you know, getting the bugs taken, taken care of. But one of the things that you may not pay attention to, because why would you in your day-to-day life of running a website and business and brand, HP version. So it's now recommended 
that if you're using WordPress 6.4 that dropped yesterday, you should be on PHP 8.1 or 8.2. Those are the recommended um, versions of PHP. And so that is something you can check that in your, your site help for those of you playing at home. When you log into your dashboard, my particular dashboard has a site health status widget box within the dashboard. So you can either take a look there, um, but you can also navigate to the site health screen from the tools menu, uh, that left-hand fly out nav, go into tools and then site health. And the reason I, I tell you to go into site health is because that is where you can find um, what version of PHP you are looking at. So if you are going into if you go into site health, you'll see a status and an info up at the top there. They're, they act like tabs, but they're, they don't really look like tabs. So I will tell you, just click on info. And then as you go down into, you know, the little accordions that are shown there, you can go to your server uh, and it'll drop down, expand that server, and you can look at your PHP version. And a lot of you, I would be willing to bet, are probably on 7.4 because there's been kind of a slow turn as far as making sure that um, people are getting into that 8.0 series. And again, it does depend on your host. So I think WP Engine has already moved people over or you know sent out the, the email saying, hey, you need to update this. So I know that all of my WP Engine clients are already on minimum 8.0, but I'm gonna go in and check Wednesday happens to be my, my weekly update day for all of my clients. So I'm gonna go into their hosting plan and see if, if we're on 8.1 or 8.2 and do a little testing to make sure that that is compatible with the themes and plugins that are in use on each of those sites. But it's worth a look. Some hosts will, will automatically do it. So your, your PHP might be already bumped up, but you know, you have to look. Yeah, and it's nice that it's in site health now because you don't have to like figure out, you know, how to get into your hosting platform if that's not something that you do all the time or if it's managed, you know, by an external person such as myself. Like a lot of times my clients have the password and, you know, login, it's in their name. They're the ones who get billed for their domains and hosting and all that stuff, but I am the one that goes in on the regular and and does stuff <laughs> in there. And so if someone ask them like, hey, go into your hosting plan, they wouldn't necessarily know how to do that. So it's nice that it's in WordPress and you can look at it. And one of the one of the great uh, functions out of uh, PHP is PHP info. Is there an under underscore? I'm not sure. Anyway, you do that, you run that in a PHP file and uh, it outputs to, uh, you know, when you run it in a browser, it'll show all of your PHP environment. Server right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you can do I think it is PHP underscore info. And then you put that file on your, your server and then access it through a browser and it'll give you that info as well. So that's a good tip. What other fun things about WordPress 6.0? Uh, as I'm as I'm learning, I mean, it's literally so hot off the presses from yesterday, but I've been kind of looking forward to this, this release as well, because I knew some of the cool features. So I'm excited about that. Any other items of interest for 6.4, Adam? So let's see. The, what they did, I think this is specific to 2024, or let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think if it's just the theme or – looks like it's a theme. So the, so with the new theme, uh, the so they've added uh, out-of-the-box performance um, – what do you want to call it strategies or options so they automatically add optimizations the, uh, yeah optimizations Optimize, they'll add yeah. defer and async if it's missing they'll add stuff like that it looks like so that's pretty cool for auto loading stuff. awesome yes these are the uh they say in 
in the notes here is that many of the features and enhancements in 6.4 are the, the small but mighty enhancements and features. So I love that. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited that they are also, because most, let me back up a minute. I'm excited about the 2024 theme, which is saying something, because again, I was a little, uh, a little, I was a lot on the fence about 2022 and 2023. So I just, I would, I would get rid of them. <laughs> I would delete them from, from, uh, cause I wasn't using them. So number one, if you're, if you're not using a theme or a plugin, get rid of it. Right. And then, uh, I usually would keep one default theme, you know, whether it be the 2019 or 2020 or whatever, just in case on the very off chance that I need to, you know, test something, um, you know, keep a 2023 in there and just let, that's the only thing that I will auto update everything else. I, I manually update. So, um, if you have a theme, if you have a, like, I, can't tell you how many times I've seen a client site all inherit the site and they have like seven different themes. You can only use one at a time, but they have those other seven and they're like, you know, just holdovers from past iterations or things that they tried that they didn't land on. So that's one of the big things that I'll, I'll go in and do is clean out themes and get rid of all the ones they're not using with the exception of the one default theme that I set to auto update. So it doesn't ever stay out of date, but I'm actually excited to mess around with the 2024 theme. And I think that is because it's geared towards creatives and authors and I mean, creatives, authors are creatives, but just because I think that that is such a, a broad uh, base of who I like to work with. And so I think that's why I'm so excited about it is that it's geared toward the creative journey and making, making things easier for content creators. So I'm, I'm super stoked to mess around with that. Uh, one of the things that I'm going to go do later this afternoon is mess around with those full page patterns because that's like plug and play, right? You know, you find a pattern that is generally, if not exactly what you're looking for and oh, you're off to the races and you didn't have to code anything. So I, I really am excited about the improvements that they're making to make it easier for more people who are not necessarily comfortable with code to get the type of site that they want. So I think that's a, a major improvement, no matter how you slice it. And I think you're going to like using the uh, site editor also playing around with that. I know I haven't really I've been, I've been a little ambivalent about that site editor and um, I, I'm actually open to it now. So that's something <laughs> that is definitely something, but yeah. So uh, in other WordPress, I, I do have a conundrum for you, Adam, and wanted to see if you or perhaps anyone else has ever come up with this particular error. I have a WordPress multi-site, mind you, which is going to soon be migrated to a, a single site installation installation because they no longer need multi-site. Um, but for now, it's still on multi-site. All of a sudden, at the update of one of their their donation fundraising plugins, we updated the plugin, and now I cannot edit any of the pages while that plugin is enabled. And I get a message. So if I go to edit a page, you know, I click on pages and all pages and click on any page, does not matter which one, any page to go to edit. And I can see the block editor pop up and it stays there for about five seconds and then it flashes and then it says, an unexpected error has occurred. And then there's two buttons, a copy the the code. So it gives me all of like the block. If you were to go into the code editor of that page, it, you know, I can copy all of that or it says copy the error. 
And the error is not like anything I have seen before. I, I am, I'm perplexed. So the error is uh, type error, cannot read properties of undefined reading, parentheses, reading, join. And then it says at, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it gives me a bunch of links where this, this type error has, has hit. And they're all in the WP includes folder. So it's not a plugin that I can necessarily look at. I I have it. It's I, I just don't know what to make of it. It is it's something to do with JavaScript. It's some sort of JavaScript error from the you know the join. You know cannot read properties of undefined reading join. And it's all in like you know the JS files of the WP includes folder. So I have this this pl plugin in question installed on other sites. And I updated them just fine, and it's not an issue. So somewhere in my theme now is what I've deduced it down to. And it's so it's very specific in that it is a conflict of my theme for this client and this particular plugin. And I've never encountered that before. And I'm not quite sure how to how to narrow it down because I'm not, you know, normally the error codes or the error logs give you a, a plugin to look at. And you can see like, oh, on line, you know, 325 and blah, blah, blah. And I got nothing right now. So have you had any, any errors like this? This is the kind of thing that this room is yeah. great for. Cause it's like, have you had this happen to you? <laughs> Not that specific, specific error. Um, but have you had any, so all, so when did it first, so when you updated this particular plugin on the site that it uh, got this error, cause it was working before or you added something. No, no, it was working before I updated the plugin. And then I, I'm assuming that it was because that plugin was recently updated and everything looks fine on the front end. So I didn't notice it right away. It was when I went back to edit a page, but if I disable the plugin, everything's fine and I can edit the page. No problem. I don't get the error. So if I enable the plugin, so this was my, my course of action was like, okay, well, what did I update recently? And then I, un, I, you know, I deactivated those those two or three plugins that had recently been updated, narrowed it down to the plugin, and was like, all right, so let me leave that one deactivated, and I'll roll it back. And so I roll it back, and I can't, I still can't get it to work. So now something is is really messed up. <laughs> and um, look, this is why I have backups, people. This is why I have backups. And. Um, well, you say I'm, I'm assuming you're using your uh, one of your custom themes. Did you switch it to a it WordPress is. theme just to see if you still I, got that error? I did, and it's fixed in the default 2023. So that's how I know that it's a oh, conflict okay. so, between so the my conflict theme you, and that plugin. It's a conflict between your theme and that. I got you. Yeah, and so, but I just don't know where to begin with, you know, with with tracking this down. So, and the other kicker is, is that I have, it's got to be something within the customization for this client, because as you know, Adam, I have my base theme that I use for all of my other clients. And I have in fact used it for other clients that use the same plugin and it's working fine on those sites. So it's definitely limited to something in the customization of this particular client. And I have gone through and I've disabled all of the other plugins. I have looked at my functions code to try and figure out if I, something, you know, specific in the functions. Cause I think that's where it must, must reside because that would be the customization part. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be CSS customization. I don't think, but yeah, maybe it could very well be it, in the uh, address lookup. 
Adam. You know, it could very well be our fault. Well, it could it could also be something that, you know, something that was deprecated that you're using in your custom theme that you didn't update that has the conflict also. So, you know, I'm just saying it, it's, yeah. We, we can it could be that. You're right. But it, here's the other question, though, is why is it working on the other themes that I've designed that would, in theory, still be using the same deprecated but anyway, so I didn't know if that because that's a brand new. Well, error then that in I that case, across. we'd have to we'd have to look at to see what the what the un or what the common or I should say uncommon uh, factor is, right? Uh, to see what you know what, what right. what's different with that. Is it the environment? Is it the whatever? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Oh, good call. I didn't think about the environment. You're right. I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, well, that's what I thought. Well, maybe it's a multi-site thing, you know, and maybe that's that has something to do with it. So I'll have to take a look. But that was a brand new error that I was trying to sniff out the other day. That was a that was a good one, I have to say. I haven't solved it yet, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, so that is that is my mission, is to figure out why why I can't edit when that plugin is in use. So, anywho, this is, this is the life of a developer, right? Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Adam likes to send me um, funny memes about uh, development and bugs and finding things like that, and I, I feel those today. I really, really do. <laughs> Yeah, so there have been, I did have one site uh, yesterday, Adam, you know, we talked about if you'd updated to 6.4 and played around with it. And one of the reasons that I haven't gotten to fully, you know, mess around in 6.4 is that yesterday, one of my client sites, I updated to 6.4 and it broke. And it's not one of my themes. So that's the, the other part. And I was looking at the plugin installation. I had to roll back. And so that particular client's still on six three two. But also, so, the, look at sure. their PHP. The the it may, the PHP version may not be up, updated. It was eight point oh. Um, it wasn't eight one or eight two, but it, it was eight point oh. So well, they're recommending uh, eight point one. So that could be why it broke potentially. It could be, yeah. So it could be. I'm gonna have to do a little digging. Right for it, this happened at like three thirty yesterday, and. I was fully intending on, you know, like picking up the kids around four, four thirty, and I was like, of course, this happens right now. So uh, I got it back functioning, and I was like, this is a tomorrow problem. I am gonna get it back up and running, thanks to my backups, and I will deal with it tomorrow. So that is also on my my docket today. And it could very well have been that it's not necessarily six point four's issue. It could have just been, you know, the theme isn't, you know, that speaking of deprecated themes and stuff like that, it could have been something that didn't play nice with 6.4. So I'll dig around that today as well. But yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about new installation or the new, not an installation, but the new 6.4 version and playing around with it and, and seeing all of the features that are available, especially to those of us in the creative and, um, you know, artistic spaces. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, the the I just yeah I'm I'm pretty happy with with what the direction is because I'm like because I like I said I was going through I was using the 2023 and just you know using the site editor and it was like a great base so I'm like all right so how, what are they gonna do to me with this new theme so we'll see but seemingly it's it's uh, I think it's gonna be better so it's gonna be nice awesome good stuff well on that note I should probably hop off a little bit early because I have a, a tall order of business to do with all this troubleshooting today so. Um, I'm going to duck out 
that now and then start going into the the troubleshooting and then the 6.4 sandbox which i'm i'm super stoked about so hopefully you will have a chance as well to play a little bit more and then we can we can compare notes next week but yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, already nice improvements. So I'm excited about that. Until then, happy word pressing. <laughs> happy word pressing, yes. And remember to back up your site. Amen. Yes, we well said. So. <laughs> That's right. Back up, run your updates. Um, hat tip on that one for sure. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. And Adam, I will chat with you soon. I am going to head out to go, go check out 6.4. I'm super excited. We want to thank you for coming and spending time out of your day here with us in the WordPress shop. Okay, that concludes this episode. Our hosts will return with another topic in the next episode. Bye-bye, everyone.